0: Welcome to Age of Minority, a podcast for youth about the gospel. I'm your host, Jaquel, here with my co-host, Pastor, and Dad, Sean.
1: I just came up with a new instrument. It's called the Ice in the Glass instrument.
0: The the picture of professionalism right here. Drinking his soda, clinking the ice. If
1: people are coming here for the professionalism, they're coming to the wrong place, okay? (sighs) We know who we are, and we're okay with it.
0: I know who I am. (laughs) I don't know about you. Anyways, anyways, Man, this
1: pineapple soda is the bomb. So, Dad, do you have Ooh. anything
0: to ask me? Ooh. Anything, anything at all? Well, there's some new stuff going on <laughs> in my life that I'd like
1: to share. But oh, really? eh, I guess, uh, so, Chiquel, what's going on with you?
0: Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Dad, <laughs> uh, because there is something going on. Oh, uh, did it, you
1: did you want to share it with our loyal listeners?
0: I I do. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I, I want to share it with you because I'm sure you have no <laughs> idea what I'm about uh-huh. to say. Well, let's um, hear it. I'm pregnant again. What? What?
1: Do that? We didn't have like sound sound effects. <laughs> yeah, and we like, need boom, like a, a
0: tech choo-choo. guy in the background. Fireworks going sounds.
1: off everywhere, and no, oh, sorry. Yeah, whatever.
0: Anyways, eh, what?
1: Whatever. <laughs> what you know, another baby. Well, Jaquel, congratulations! Thank you, Dad. Man, I am just knocked off my <laughs> chair right now. I am so. It would surprised. be hilarious
0: if I actually waited to tell Wouldn't you it? on air sometime. Yeah. That, I would never wait that, that long.
1: That would have been hilarious and also awful. And I may have <laughs> disowned you if you had done that.
0: But, you know, hey. Okay. Well, ideas for the future right there here. There you go.
1: There, yeah. <laughs> ideas for the future. Well. I, mean,
0: I might get disowned, but it seems that, like it would be pretty epic. That's
1: pretty amazing. I, I, I wonder I wonder how I'm going to love two grandbabies <laughs> as much as one grandbaby, but I am up for the challenge. Well,
0: you love two children as much uh, as one child, so I'm sure you well, can make work mean, with grandkids. You know, eh,
1: I, I mean, the two kids I sort of love them, I guess. Well, at they this okay, point, yes. once, once the grandkid came, now they're <laughs> yeah. a second fiddle. No, that's true. You're, that's a very good point. I did love two children, so I'm sure I can love two grandchildren. I'm sure you can. Hey, I, the, I think it can. the happen.
0: nurse that I saw yesterday, she told me that too. She's like, you may be wondering how you're going to be yeah. able to love this new child as much. You will be able to. She's oh, like yeah. she's like it's like the Grinch your heart just enlarges. <laughs> it grew grows two sizes when you have two kids.
1: Well, I am stoked because I absolutely love being a grandpa. Yeah. It is like one of the best things in my entire life. I mean, being a dad was okay. It's <laughs> okay, but being a grandpa, mm, I love it so much.
0: I'm glad best. to hear it. I'm glad to
1: hear it. Yeah, and for any parent, any anybody out there who's listening, who's a grandparent, uh, don't slack off and don't <laughs> feed your grandkids up with the sugars and show them all the movies and then send them back to the kids and be ha ha ha. That's bad. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, grandparents have a responsibility too. You
0: yes, know. well, you've read a few books on grandparents. Yeah, of
1: course, I have. I could write a few books on.
0: <laughs> well, you've been no. a grandparent for 14 I, months. I know, so. but uh, you know
1: what? feel like I could write a book on grandparenting. <laughs> I, I think that there's a very mistaken uh, understanding of grandparenting. But hey, we're talking all about me. So uh, yeah. what's going on? What else? is uh, what, uh, That's exciting for you. It's exciting. You, I know yeah. you feel amazing lately. I
0: feel terrible. Oh, well, see, I, I have a hunch that it's a girl just because my pregnancy has been identical to Lucy so far. I've been very sick.
1: So yeah, I don't know if we talked about it on the last podcast, but but Jekyll has morning sickness. Um, she also has <laughs> afternoon sickness. <laughs> yes. She has evening sickness. And then she has a uh, sickness in between morning and afternoon yeah, and sickness and, in between and, afternoon and, and, and sickness in the
0: middle of the night and sickness in the up. middle
1: <laughs> of the night. Uh, no, Jacquel is sick all the time with yeah. with the uh, pregnancy, and so it's like,
0: well, he, hey, 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 maybe it's just girls, okay? Maybe because maybe I'll have a boy one day. Don't jinx me. Don't Somehow say that I get I don't sick think every so. pregnancy.
1: But it's one of those things. It's a very weird thing. Like I know, Mom and I are always like, it's like well, we really want you not to be sick. Yeah. But if that's part of being pregnant, then well, hey.
0: And I, I do there for me. I enjoy the mental benefit, right? That it's like I feel sick, sure. and so I have the reassurance that I like. I know baby's yeah. okay. I know. And I was talking to. Well, I had my a doctor's appointment yesterday, and they were just saying like it's actually a sign that you have a totally healthy pregnancy. Okay. So as much as I physically do not enjoy it, yeah. the mental benefit there, is there. There is a
1: baby in your belly after all. There so is. there, there is that. And so, I talked know.
0: about this <laughs> with Lucy's pregnancy. It's definitely a lot harder this time, um, but. It's a sickness like no other, right? Yeah, like it's not exactly. pointless no. suffering. Like I know there is a like, baby at the end.
1: It's not like I shouldn't have had that cheap frozen burrito exactly. last night. It's like, yeah, so yeah. Okay. So we're wow. just
0: you know, we're getting through it. Hopefully, wow. uh now that I'm when this episode drops now that i'm in my second trimester maybe it'll start to ease soon we'll see
1: all right well there you go so that's pretty exciting i mean is there any more exciting news (laughs) Um, i don't think (laughs) so top that i guess we might as well just go right into our topic might as well which has nothing to do with what we've just talked about there is no transition that will work here so let's just get into it we're talking today about dating
0: Dating. What, dating. what kind of dating are we talking about?
1: Uh, carbon dating, I thought. Yeah, that's
0: that's what I thought. I mean, we've done so <laughs> many episodes in the past on carbon dating.
1: No, we. You know, we've been having these these uh, these casual conversations. The casual and, and we've been uh, we've been revisiting some old topics. Yes. And we've kind of tried to hit those topics that were kind of well. No, actually, that's not. I was just going to say that kind of the hot topics, but we haven't. We've kind of gone back and addressed some of the initial topics we've discussed. I don't know how early we talked about dating but yeah, this is obviously one of the hot topics dating mm. and um, we thought we would have a casual casual conversation about dating when we talked about it the first time I wonder if you had dated before or were in the process of dating it was certainly be- it had to have been before you were married June
0: 9th 2017 okay it was
1: definitely before when did you get married by the way 2019 okay
0: March 23rd 2019 <sighs> and we started dating in April of 2018 so I had never even dated when we did our okay. dating episode
1: so so we're but bo- we're both on the other side of this yeah but uh, we can uh, we can take a look at this and we can uh, see where we're at with dating and see if we're still where we were before yeah
0: I I think I can speak for myself that I, well, mean, you I did not th- speak for me I would never do that. <laughs> I know. That so, would be scary. <laughs> caveat, I haven't listened to our dating episode in its entirety lately. Uh, <laughs>
1: no, nor have I. We <laughs> did record it four years ago.
0: But I think, I think I, I don't even know what we I'm guessing about. I would uh, agree with pretty much all the foundational things I said. But maybe an application or whatnot. I, I think I've maybe changed oh. my mind on, on a very a few minor things. Well,
1: well, inquiring minds want to know, what have you changed your mind okay. on? Well, oh, no, hold on. We, we better get down to it. When you yes. say foundational foundationally where you just sum up where we both stand foundationally
0: okay so I I think when we talk about dating what we're talking about is two people who are at an age or who are uh, prepared to marry in not too far of the future who are getting to know each other in a way that basically determines whether or not they're compatible for marriage. Yeah. And then pursuing marriage.
1: Yeah. It doesn't mean they're going to get married for sure. No. They they, they both are, are interested in marriage at some time in the near future, and they're looking to see if they're uh, a good match.
0: Yeah. So it's, I mean, there's all these terms thrown around, right? There's courtship there's date and like what's the difference all this stuff we'll just keep it simple that's what we're talking about when we say dating we're not talking about you know casual worldly dating um but but we think we think that is a a good definition
1: yeah quite frankly i really don't care what you call it but if if, it i i guess my bottom line is that if dating has no connection with marriage whatsoever Mm -hmm. then i i don't see how that's a good thing yes so I'm I, obviously in scripture. There's nothing that addresses dating, particularly. Well, and their
0: "quote unquote" dating looked very different in ancient cultures than ours does today. And
1: it defi- definitely wasn't disconnected from, from marriage. No. So so anyway, so so now that we've got that out there, I mean, let let's put it this way: most people would identify us as promoting courtship, mm-hmm. and and I mean, okay. Uh, but I mean, I still kind of have a bit of a issue with that because courtship implies that from the very beginning you're starting to work through exactly how this is going to lead to marriage. Mm-hmm. Now, and as Jacquel <laughs> well knows, we, you know we did, we made some slight mistakes in this regard. Mm-hmm. We were trying to figure it out as we went, mm-hmm. um, and and maybe that was part of some of the error. Yeah, is that f- from the very beginning of your dating life, it, it was immediately like when somebody came along, well, how is this going to lead towards marriage? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's that's premature. Well, right. and to be fair, maybe or, I should share a,
0: a little bit of my yeah, story. But let's, let's probably not. I <laughs> not. I'm sure Joe wouldn't mind. But uh, anyways, I have only ever dated Joe, which I think is pretty
1: cool. Ooh, where's the applause? Uh, yeah, and,
0: and our courtship dating, like, it did end in marriage, so good for us. Yeah. But uh, w- we did start dating, courting, whatever you want right. to call it. And then I got a little freaked out. Maybe because of the pressure. I, mean, I don't I think know. It,
1: I, well, it was certainly a part of it. Yeah. No question. I admit I, that. I,
0: yeah. We, we had started to get to know each other as friends, but mm. we started dating before I was like, I still don't know him well enough. I don't know if I'm ready to come into marrying him. Anyway, so then we sort of broke it off, whatever yeah. you want to call it, for six months. And then yeah. then we got to know each other as friends. And then uh, then we did start dating. And then,
1: boom. Six yeah, later, And, and I mean, I, th- I think uh, there's, there's a lot of elements at play in there. I think there's timing. I think there's a way with, you know, there's some, I, I certainly take the responsibility for where, you know, the part I played in it. But I think like as we did work through it, it ended dating be, ended up being a very good thing for you, yeah. according to our definition of dating. Yeah. And and so, uh, no, that, that uh, I mean, I think that does color uh, or, or that would influence how we would talk about it today. Yes. In other words, went, when I get to the point where I'm trying to think, I, I I guess I haven't yet had to counsel uh, a father on dealing with a teenage daughter because at our church, all the children are young. Yeah, I think now we do have a 12-year-old. Well, well no, we, we have, have a 14-year-old. We have two. Well, oh, she's 14? Yes. Ah, so we got a 14-year-old <laughs> and we have a, a few 12-year-olds. Yes. Um, Or at least a 14-year-old. Tw- it doesn't matter. The point is. The point is, is that when I come to the stage where I need to counsel uh, a a father on a daughter who's ready to date, and clearly I do not think 14 is ready to date.
0: Yeah, maybe let's talk about dating and ages. Well,
1: when is it? I'll just finish what I was saying. It is that I think that I would counsel them differently than Mm -hmm. I did now that I've gone through the experience myself. I learned some things that that would change it. So age, I mean... I do not think at 14 that you're... Number one, I don't think you're ready for a romantic relationship. Uh, and clearly dating has some elements of romance. Mm-hmm. It's not just a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also, nor do I think that you're ready to be thinking about marriage. Not It's fine to be intentionally thinking towards you would like to be married. Right. But I don't think you're thinking... Uh, <laughs> you're ready to uh, start moving towards marriage. In other words, I don't think that you should date between 14 and 20 so that at 20 you're ready to get married.
0: Yeah, okay. So this is an area that I kind of mentioned before. This is something I have changed my mind on a little bit. So, ooh. Yes, <laughs> it's really it's not that exciting of a take. Ah, um ah. but originally I was like no dating in high school. N- no dating until you are absolutely done high school. Yeah.
1: So I don't know if I'd go that <clears> far. <throat>
0: Yeah, so uh, j- uh, uh, interesting. You, you Another die, factor you. that has influenced my perspective now is I have a daughter.
1: <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's right. I you forgot. Know? You do. <laughs> I, I have a daughter. Maybe two. You might have two. I don't know. You could have a daughter and a son. I could. Hard to say. I'll
0: find out the gender in like, I don't know, seven weeks. There you Anyways. go. Um, and so Joe and I have had some interesting conversations. Obviously, we have a while to wait, but to, <laughs> yeah. to think about this a little bit, like, we don't want to be blindsided by it. And I think we've we have come to the, not conclusion, but but our perspective right now is by 16, 17, mm-hmm. we would be very open to if Lucy mm-hmm. had a, you know, whatever you want to call it, a special friend, whatever, that... <laughs> no, no,
1: please do not call it a special this friend. This
0: is my special friend. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> the, by that yeah, age sure look the world we all know the world has low expectations for teenagers and yep. the, the world's expectations for teen, for for older teens and dating is still like 16 17 you just you know date around date casually we don't think that needs to be the case if no. if there's a uh, you know another 17 year old boy sure. who were friends with their family we know them yeah. you know they've known each other for a while they've developed a friendship they're both serious about their faith and they're both serious about pursuing marriage within the next few years <laughs> we think it could be very appropriate for you know them to spend more time together or, or you know
1: with a you, view to uh, inserting romance into their relationship right still a- a- appropriate
0: uh, with it with sure. like clear appropriate I'm boundaries yeah um But yeah, like, because this gets into another thing. A lot of people think that oh, you shouldn't start dating with the view of marriage until you've both graduated college, you both have secure jobs, you both like have lots of money to support a lavish lifestyle. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm very supportive of like 18 year olds getting married.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, 18 to 20. (laughs) I would say I I would say that probably 20 for sure. 19, 18. I'm not saying there would never be an appropriate scenario, but
0: 18. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Age is not. Here's the problem, Dad. (laughs) Age is not the most helpful metric in any of Uh, this conversation. I don't
1: know. I think maybe it is.
0: Well, I don't know because then we're going to start getting into cultural issues.
1: Well, there's that too. You know, that's that's something (laughs) to consider. In in in, a culture where 16 was appropriate, okay. Bible
0: times, all kinds of 13 and 14 year olds got married.
1: yeah, well, I haven't done the studies on that, so <laughs> okay, okay. I'll have to get back to you with the, my research. The
0: fact checker can clarify that. Uh,
1: listen, listen I, I mean, you, you, you have a point. Like age That's is a tough. All thing. I wanted to hear, but clearly, clearly, in, in clearly, Jakell. In other words, like don't be so dumb. I'm being Why don't very you see things here. the way I see things? But clearly culture and all of these other things play a part. But at some point I think that we have to say, okay, what is an appropriate age? So in yeah, light of today's disagree. culture and how things are going, I, I I mean I'm you know I'm with you all the way when it comes to early marriage. Like, why are people putting marriage off? Mm-hmm. Marriage is, well, not it's not going to say besides having babies, but but uh, getting married and having babies are two of the most amazing things in the world. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, we're not advocating teen pregnancies here, but what we are advocating is not putting marriage off. You know, and it's not to say that you can't go to college before you get married. That's fine. You want to do that, whatever. It's not like, oh my goodness, you've missed your whole life if you don't get married till you're 24 or whatever. But the point we're making is that, like, there's so many situations Situations where clearly, clearly, that must be my word today. Clearly, there's a, a couple that love each other, but they feel like, well, they've got to get their college done and then they've got to get enough for a down payment on a house and then they've got to get their RSPs done and then, you know, whatever you call your uh, savings plans in America and, then, you know, whatever else. And we got to do all this and then. You missed out on 10 years of marriage. Yeah. I, 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 and I can't remember exactly how he said it, but Piper said something to the effect, like him and Noel decided that they wanted to be, they would rather be together and poor than apart and rich, something yeah. like that. But the point was, is he's like, look, we're willing to be poor and be in want, but we can be together. Yeah. So I don't
0: I, know. So I think what we're saying is, there's there's a lot of factors when it comes sure. to age. There are 18-year-olds who should not get married. Right. There are 18-year-olds who are ready to get married. Um, there are 18-year-olds, or there are young people that... That may choose to wait until the end of yeah. college to to get married or pursue dating yeah. or something like that and there are those that won't um but i think we're just trying to push back against this yes. very common th- th- the common cultural view of dating even
1: yeah.
0: unfortunately in christian culture i think uh, some of these ideas are are pretty common and are perpetuated
1: agreed let me ask you um going back to the situation where we're talking about you know let, let, let's, let's just say Lucy's 17 and there's a, a, a young man that was in the church and mm-hmm. she's been friends with him all along and then uh, they come to us and they say look we would one day like to get married and maybe in the next two or three years yeah and uh, or you know my mom on a podcast years ago said 18 <laughs> so maybe in the next yeah. year No, <laughs> <laughs> but but they say they come and they say look we, we might want to get married and, and we would like to start uh, having more of a dating type relationship mm-hmm. than just friends they've been right. friends and they've you know hung out in, at youth group and hung out at, at yeah. families and all that kind of stuff anyway so how then does the relationship change mm-hmm. do you think after that point like my, I have some ideas but I'll throw that out to you first yeah
0: sure so I think there are ways that parents can create opportunities that are still wise and uh, like I, I don't want to get too too specific here but that still have firm boundaries yeah that do provide an opportunity for these two people to 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 get to know each other in a different context for
1: their relationship to deepen
0: right so maybe it's providing opportunities that are one-on-one um in environment like I could see for example um you know, them being in a different part of the house or would I necessarily counsel them to just like start going out to restaurants and hanging out by themselves all the time? A
1: typical dating right. relationship. No,
0: I wouldn't at no. that age, at that age. Right? That's my thought. Yeah. And this is also like a parent's involvement is a whole other big factor in this. And this is where I think it is going to look different if we're talking mm-hmm. about 17 year olds and if we're talking about 25 year olds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think there are ways that you can engineer one on one times or even more opportunities for the families to be together
1: or what about and this is what i was thinking what about engineering opportunities for this gentleman suitor let's call him gentleman suitor yes, uh, gentleman. L- l- what about providing opportunities for that that young gentleman to spend time just with the girl and her family yeah absolutely. so you know if you have a tree trimming party inviting just him along i don't a know tree I'm just, trimming whatever party. i'm thinking of traditions in yes, a home right and yes. that's obviously one of those traditions or y- you know you you the the family's heading away to or you know going away for the day to a, a water slide yeah. park or something just inviting him along yeah you know and and that could give them a time for their relationship to to you know to deepen in entirely appropriate settings mm-hmm. i i think the you know when you were addressing the part about like doing certain things just alone in the house in another area of, uh, that's i agree i don't really want to get into the Particulars of that, yeah. Um, but but you know, even like, I mean, I guess if you think about our house, it's like. I don't think I would want uh, my 17 year old daughter with a 17 year old boy, and not because I don't trust him, but because I don't want to put him in a situation that's going to leave him in a, a difficult spot. I wouldn't want to leave him in another part of the house, but maybe if they were in the dining room and we were sitting in the living right, room. But, kind of- but, but but let me just <laughs> let me just. I I don't want to be legalistic about this. Like yes. This is where you have to decide. You know what are those right boundaries mm. if. If you think it's appropriate to leave them alone in any area of the house. And again, like you may decide it's not. And I would be fine with that. Yeah. I I wouldn't want to get into particulars about it.
0: And I think it's so important that we not get into particulars because we need to keep the big picture in mind. Right. Like if if we're encouraging this relationship, well, what is the goal right now? And it's like, well, it's for them to deepen their relationship, get to know each other and, and but talk about things that are more relevant to them determining whether or not they're compatible for marriage. So especially if they're friends, like they know that they get along, they know Mm -hmm. that they think the other person is cute, but you want to give them more opportunities to have some of these conversations about Like, are 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 we compatible for for marriage?
1: Yeah. So I I think there's two things I'm thinking about here that that this conversation has probably been most helpful for me in. And that's that, number one, like as parents with children, you need to be intentional about keeping in mind that your son or daughter is more than likely going to be interested in some kind of a romantic relationship at some point. Mm -hmm. And, And so you need to be getting him or her ready for that you know reading books that are relevant on the topic yep. um, you know uh, helping your son or daughter uh, have a good biblical metric for what to look for you know just because so a girl's a, a girl's cute or a boy's what did mom always say you know when you find mr. dreamy yep. you think a boy's dreamy or whatever that's not like sh- sure there's nothing wrong with that like mm-hmm. thinking oh I'd like to be involved with that girl or guy because I think they're cute but that's not all like yeah. there's things biblically that we want so so mm-hmm. helping them understand what that is and and then having some kind of a plan which we did have a plan it just needed tweaking yeah. you know having some sort of plan for when your uh, son or daughter comes to you and says hey i'm interested in this this person now that that's the first thing the second thing is i think for for young people is when you do find this person i think the best thing for you to do is to go to your parents and say I, i'm interested in this person and i think maybe one day i might want to marry them
0: we're talking teenagers here teenagers right? yes. sure yeah
1: in the home and and, and say yeah te- yeah the, the question about when you go away to college and then you start dating that's a whole nother yeah, conversation um but but in that's any like come to your parents and and seek their wisdom and say look how do you you know how do you think this should look mm-hmm. and uh, you should probably listen to age and minority because those guys are <laughs> super smart but no i mean you know it's yeah. just being it's just being intentional about this and thinking through this and i mean there's just a lot of garbage in the world and there's a lot of garbage in the christian world as well mm-hmm. on the whole issue of dating and courtship i think it's gone gone blown way out of proportion there's this there was this whole thing called the quote-unquote purity movement and now all of a sudden everybody's against the purity, purity movement culture, and yeah. the purity culture and it's just like I, I mean yeah we've just there's just a lot of stuff and I, I i think as parents and as kids we should be intentional about the whole issue of dating and how we do it
0: Absolutely. Um, and I, I, one thing I'm passionate about is like, look, we spend years preparing for a vocation. We spend yeah, right? You know, months preparing for a marathon. We should be spending, <laughs> we spend 20 minutes
1: preparing for dating.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like as, yeah. as young people, one thing that, I tried to be really intentional about my teen years, largely influenced by you and mom, is mm-hmm. instead of wor- spending all my time worrying about, oh, could I date this guy? Like, what about what about mm-hmm. this guy? Maybe I should be thinking about pursuing a romantic relationship with him in the next few years. I just tried to focus on, you know, becoming a more faithful young mm-hmm. woman and also learning <sighs> more about how to have godly romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. And then you, you just be faithful with what God has called you. Don't feel like you're missing out in high school mm-hmm. if you're not dating. Like, yeah. Just this goes back to last week's episode. Trust the Lord's sovereignty mm-hmm. in all of this and be faithful that that is your part.
1: Well, oh, man, that that is such such an important word. And I think a good a good place to end because like sometimes dating or people of the opposite sex, be- sex become idols. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, sometimes y- 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 there you may find yourself in a setting like, for example, um, you, you might end up in a church because your dad moved to a place called Nova Scotia, and, and there doesn't seem like there's going to be any appropriate so males. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, you start thinking, well, maybe I need to start pursuing other things. And then some guy just shows up out of some nowhere. Guy, some Joe blows. <laughs> some Joe shows up out of nowhere. But, but, but the the where i was getting at is that maybe that joe may not show up mm-hmm. and and sometimes we think oh you know like dating is everything and i need to have a mate and no you don't need to have a mate yeah. you need jesus and so uh, i mean i've as you well know i've dealt with many situations where individuals on uh, of either gender very much would like to have a romantic relationship and mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't seem as though god is you know making that possible at the given time and right. at such times the counsel is very simple. Be faithful to the Lord. Be faithful to the Lord. Seek to please God and become the kind of guy or girl that somebody should be looking for. So when that person comes along, you're ready for that relationship. So I I appreciate you bringing that up, Jaquel. And I think that's a good spot to end. Uh, where Where can people find us if they want to send us hate mail for our views on dating? Because for some reason it's such a controversial subject and I don't know why.
0: Well, if they want to do that, they can email Sean <laughs> exactly. at If they would like to send me pregnancy gifts, <laughs> uh, then they can email jacqueline a baby Oh no, not the ice again. Uh, they can also find us on Facebook, it's not just a Twitter, and Instagram. It's a baby rattle.
1: Oh boy. Hours
0: and, and hours. If they want to leave fun. us a five-star review, they can head over to Apple iTunes and do just that.
1: Alright, Jaquel. Until next week.
0: This has been Age of Minority. Oh yeah! Oh.